Hello and welcome to Believe in Me with Rona Barton. As you can hear, I have my voice back following my brush with COVID. I still feel a little rough around the edges, so my apologies if my voice sounds a little odd throughout this episode. At least you know why. I'm also back from our motorhome holiday in Switzerland and we had a fabulous time. It was very warm when we were away and we came back to the UK just in time for the heatwave. And that's what I'd like to chat to you about this week. How to keep your cool when everybody else isn't. And how do we cope with ME in the summer? Don't forget that you can review, share and subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also sign up for my mailing list by visiting www.ronabarton.co.uk or join my Facebook group, Believe in Me Community, by following the Facebook page at Rona Barton Coaching. Let's jump straight in. I'm sure it hasn't escaped your notice that the summer weather has decided to come out and play. And whilst this is usually welcomed by most, I'm not great with anything above about 19 degrees. I know that everybody is feeling the heat, but for people with ME, the additional heat can really make other symptoms worse. For me, it would really make me feel even more exhausted and I seem to end up being like extra sensitive to other things such as light and sound. One of the things I remember most about my ME was the fact that, you know, my temperature control would be all over the place most days. In the middle of winter, my family would be wrapped up in jumpers and hats and scarves and I would be walking about in a t-shirt and shorts and looking for a window to open. And the opposite would be true in the summer. What about you? Do you have issues with temperature control? Temperature control is a very common symptom in ME and normally includes sensitivity to hot and or cold temperatures. Now, our temperature regulation is usually controlled by a small gland in our brains called the hypothalamus. And it's thought that this sensitivity to changes in temperature may be related, in in a small part, to a problem with this gland and the way that our autonomic nervous system controls the size of blood vessels in response to changes in temperature. Ultimately, that means people with ME need to take care when out in the hot weather and, you know, we should be following medical guidance if we get too hot. It can be really tempting to try to head out and enjoy the nicer weather. You may be thinking you'd like a picnic in the park with family or friends or that, you know, you've planned things out really well with your baseline activities so that you've got some energy to head to the beach for a spell. And the thought of getting out of the house and doing something that everybody else is doing really can be quite a temptation. The good news is, just like everybody else during the hot weather, people with ME also have to plan how we will keep our cool. The advantage we have over others 
is that we're used to planning. We're used to thinking ahead and we're used to managing our energy levels and thinking through a number of scenarios rather than just jumping straight in. So let's use that to our advantage. Now we spent most of our summer break with temperatures between 26 and 36 degrees. With the exception of two days of thunderstorms and oh they were spectacular thunderstorms, the temperature really didn't let up. Thankfully though we were in the Swiss Alps and we did choose to head higher up the mountains most days. That meant it was a few degrees cooler for us and it almost made our hikes, cycles and walks more pleasant than if we'd been staying in the valley all day. The warmer weather was a wonderful reason to hunt down an ice cream stop on most days also. Ice cream gave me some temporary relief, but in the evenings and when we were driving, we both really needed something more. And I hate to have to tell you this, but the air conditioning in our motorhome wasn't working. So any cooling air we had hoped to get from it as we were driving around was really just a distant memory. So what did we do to cool down and cope with the heat? Well, a word of warning before you get too excited and carried away with all of my suggestions. The problem with trying to cool down is sometimes we do that too quickly and we don't want to do um, this vast change in temperature from being too hot to being too cold or vice versa because we don't want to risk exposing ourselves to heat stroke. For me, it's really important to keep hydrated. So any time we were heading out, we always had at least a litre of water for each of us and we made sure we factored in pit stops for lunch or a snack stop so we could get supplies and we could also get some shade. We walked and cycled past some really lovely waterfalls and streams and I am one of these people who I'll just get in there and I will find a lovely cool running patch of water and stick my head in for a drink. Now I also took these opportunities to wet a face cloth that I'd packed in my bag and it meant that I could wear it loosely around my neck. It offered some additional sun protection and also a chance to cool me down. When we drove from campsite to campsite, I would freeze a bottle of water for each of us the night before and we would lean against them during the drive so they could cool our backs down. What else would I recommend and what else have I used during my time with ME and in the years that I've worked in much warmer climates? Well, I've got some tips for you for dealing with hot weather, both day and night. Number one would be wear lightweight and loose-fitting clothing. Now, I've heard, but not yet tried myself, that bamboo pyjamas can help to keep you cooler at night. So that might be something that's worth an online search. Number two, if you are going outside, as well as all the usual recommendations for, you know, sunscreen and make sure you're covered up, I love 
a wide-brimmed hat. I have a Tilly hat and it's always either in the car, in my backpack or in the motorhome so that I have it with me wherever I go. It looks the part, it helps keep the sun off my face and let's face it, it does make me feel a little bit like Indiana Jones when I wear it. Number three would be avoiding too many caffeinated drinks. They do tend to dehydrate you. Number four, if you've got an appetite, fantastic. Consider eating small regular meals rather than trying to overload your system with a large meal all at once. Now, I'm sure you've probably come across it already, but my fifth tip would be you maybe want to revisit your baseline activities during this warmer weather. The additional heat can really exacerbate our exhaustion levels, so I'd recommend reducing your activity unless you really need to go out. And on that, for number six, if you are usually an out and about person, you may wish to consider moving your activities to earlier or later in the day and staying indoors during the peak heat. Number seven would be to think about closing the curtains and the windows during the day in any room that you want to stay cool, especially those that face the sun. You know, by all means, open windows and curtains on the shady side of the house. And as the sun moves round, get them all closed again. Number eight, well, although our air conditioning didn't work in the motorhome, we did manage to pick up uh, a fancy little fan for use. And it's been great, actually. It has a water reservoir on the side of it and it draws that water in um, and pumps it out like cooler air, almost like a mini air conditioning unit. It was absolutely wonderful at night and we could fill up the water reservoir in throughout the day, pop it in the fridge and it meant we had extra cool water for, for using in this little unit throughout the night. Number nine, if you don't have such a luxury, but you do have a hot water bottle, consider filling it with cold water and taking it to bed at night or popping it in your bed a few minutes before you head off so that you've got a cool bed to slip into. And let's not forget, number 10, having a, a face cloth, cool water beside your bed at night so you can cool down. Now that's quite a lot there to be considering and maybe you've got your own hints and tips. If you do, please let me know. I would love to hear from, from you with them. So feel free to get in touch. Now, just because I've shared this with you does not mean in any way that I am an expert at dealing with the heat. I still mess up. It's easy for, to forget your hat when you're also wearing your cycling helmet. And it's easy to miss further down the back of your neck with sunscreen and only realise when you take your backpack off at the end of the day and see it's pulled your t-shirt down further than you thought that you now have a pink neck. So if things do go wrong, 
please be kind to yourself. Sunburn does heal. Another little tip here. Stick your after sun lotion in the fridge. You'll get some double relief from it. Um, and also a random bush or a tree can be a perfectly pleasant shady spot for your head when your cycle helmet comes off to eat. So that brings me to the key points from today that I'd like you to take away from this. The first one being go for some quick wins. You know, make use of that cold face cloth, you know, a frozen bottle of water or even dampen a sponge, put it in the likes of a Ziploc sealed bag into the freezer. Then you can take it out and use it when you need it. Open the windows, as we've said, on the shady side of the house and reduce your day-to-day activities. Remember, everybody else is feeling just as bad, even those without ME. Whilst it is nice to sit in the garden or the park or to visit the beach, it's going to use up more energy for you. So revisit your plans for the warmer weather. And lastly, please be kind to yourself if it all goes wrong. So that's it for today, everybody. I've touched on my experiences of what I like to do to keep cool and and what worked for us during our Swiss break. In doing so, I've chatted about some top tips that you may wish to try. And I've also given you a reminder that everybody else is also struggling to get to grips with the warmer weather that this summer has very kindly given us. So thank you for listening. Please review, share and follow Believe in Me with Rona Barton via Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you find your podcasts. Remember you can sign up to my mailing list by visiting my website ronabarton.co.uk and my Facebook group, the Believe in Me community, can be found by searching for the Believe in Me community on Facebook or going via my Facebook page at Rona Barton Coaching. I hope today is a good one for you and as long as my voice holds up, I hope to be back next week. Bye for now. Thank you.